Welcome to the Dr. Dad's Podcast, where a naturopath and chiropractor come together each week to share lifestyle medicine, health advice, and inspiring interviews with some of the top experts in health and wellness, bringing you the latest in nutrition, exercise, ancient healing, toxins and detox, your microbiome, mindset, hormones, brain, and much more. Stay tuned. We're going to teach you how to experience growth daily. Hey everybody, Dr. Dad's coming at you today. We have been gone for a couple weeks, huh, Nick? We've been somewhere in the clouds, I think. Yeah, so me and Dr. Nick, we went on an amazing uh, retreat in Vancouver, Canada, and we're going to have an episode coming up probably pretty soon, right, brother? Talking about that experience. Um, But today, we have a really, really fun treat for you guys. Uh, In the past, you guys have heard us talk about sound and the healing power of sound and what it can do for us. can be healed by it, but I want to get into... Really, with this really fun guy, his name's Ian Morris. He's the founder of Listening to Smile. And Ian's going to share his journey of how he kind of had some self discoveries with the power and the healing of sound and frequency and where it has taken him in his life. So, really quick before we get into it with Ian, let's talk a little bit. And uh, I'm going to introduce kind of what where he, all this experience comes from. So, Ian's got over 20 years' experience as a musician and he's studied and worked in the performing arts field all of his life. Um, what led him down this path of sound healing and frequency was his own personal struggle and journey through chronic illness and the anxiety and depression that came from being sick. So once he started exploring sound and frequency using pure tones, he began creating music with these tones and other sacred frequencies to help facilitate his own healing. The results he got were astonishing beyond anything he could imagine. Even his friends and family noticed the miraculous change in his health, and this led him to inquire more about what he was doing different. They wanted to experience this too, and thus that's why we have this amazing thing called listening to smile. So Ian's been working with small groups in his community, and he's studied how frequency affects many different ailments, illnesses, and disease of both mind and body. And he's even built a sound frequency table so that the body could be completely immersed in the vibration of the tones in these frequencies. So um, Ian's taken feedback from doctors, psychologists, holistic practitioners to streamline and solidify his services. And his goal is really to create a customizable experience. So he has these really neat programs that he develops for clients and they get shocked when they see these amazing results and we'll talk today again why this is so powerful I've experienced these results I'm sure Dr. Nick can really talk a little bit about that as well what he's experienced and so um, here you guys have it Ian how you doing man I'm doing great man thanks for having me oh we're excited to get into it today man this is a fun topic for me and Dr. Nick and uh, this is just one of those fun things we get to dive in and kind of geek out on a little bit <laughs> So, Nick, you want to add anything, brother, before we yeah, get started? Just, I mean, we have, we've had two episodes now that have dove into the science and and so the sacred ancient practice of chanting and, and using sound as a vibrational healing tool. And, I mean, as you said, we love to dive into all things geeky when it comes to um, awakening the healing potential in the body. So I, I want to hear a little bit more in detail, uh, Ian, uh, Ian, how this, like, absolutely transformed your your world and and why you're so passionate about it yeah so i think when um people like myself who've never experienced any kind of illness and kind of you know i never when i was younger i didn't get colds and i didn't get sick a lot so when this hit it was something that was like foreign to my psyche and my body um you know i was having um 
migraine headaches so bad that there was lights in my vision. I was having breakouts with food that I had ate my whole life and never had problems with, autoimmune responses. I was having nausea and vomiting. I was having, you know, digestive issues. Pretty, My whole body was just taxed, you know. I was just um, experiencing a large gambit of uh, issues and symptoms. And so I think it made it really hard for the mainstream medical <laughs> community to kind of pinpoint what it exactly was, you know, that was going on. And so um, when that happens, I think it's one of the, it's a very scary thing if you've never experienced pain thresholds like that, as well as just everything you do starts coming under scrutiny. You're like, well, if I eat this, maybe that's why I was feeling this way. And then, you know, you start, it starts playing mind tricks with you. So it's like, I always tell people, it's like the most lonely feeling in the world when you feel like hopeless and desperate and you don't really know what's causing it. It's just, it's this really, it's a, it really messes with your mind. So um, in that moment, I think what I noticed when I first started diving into sound was that when I put the headphones on, one, it canceled out my external environment. And then two, I always say frequency is the great disruptor, which is all these patterns, these habits, and all of these stories that we start telling ourselves, um, you know, it's programming. And when those headphones go on, I feel like it's a disruption of that programming. And I always tell people it's kind of like sitting in the calmness of a hurricane, like the eye of the storm. When, the, when that frequency starts playing, your body starts responding. Your brain waves change. Your body and on a cellular level starts changing. Um, with about 15 to 20 minutes exposure to music, you know, there's studies that they've done that have shown, like, the cells in the mouth will start changing within three to five minutes when, they, when you have headphones on listening to binaural beats. And, you know, the whole body starts responding in that same way. And so it's a very powerful tool for just breaking that cycle of fear, worry, anxiety, and it helps to set in a, a, a moment of calmness for the body. And I think from that, you can actually become an observer and say, okay, let me recalibrate and let me get to a new mindset where I can try to figure out on a logical level without the panic and anxiety and fear and desperation um, that comes and to really look at some of the symptoms you're going through, some of the emotional states that are coming up for you and just kind of start making a plan of action in that moment of like setting a mantra, setting a mindset where you're shifting the focus from desperation to empowerment. And I think that's, you know, from the first three to five sessions that I was introduced, you know, through binaural beats and uh, pure tones with headphones, that's what it did for me. And so you know, um, in a few months period, I started seeing changes in the way that I was thinking, my mindset, um, my perspective on life. And I really feel like it even started helping me with my dyslexia. So in, the, in that power, you know, empowerment, um, I was able to make better choices with food and to start really studying nutrition and kind of looking at, okay, if I eat these foods, um, they're not whole and they're not nutritious and they're not giving me something to move forward on my path of healing. They're actually in the moment giving me that sugar or that sodium or that, you know, addiction craving to kind of stimulate me in the moment. But then, you know, 30 minutes later, half a day later, I'm feeling sick from these choices. So I think that the empowerment helped me to make better choices and moving forward, but it was just such a disruptor 
of that desperation and that hopelessness that it was something that I was like, this really works and I'm going to jump in and go head first into this because it's just such a powerful tool. Mm-hmm. I imagine that when people are listening, they're like, so you just put headphones on and listen to music and <laughs> yeah, all this magic started to happen. <laughs> yeah. So let, maybe we should, we should uh, just, you know, again, revert people back to a couple of the other episodes we listened to on sound healing. And we want your perspective on why, or what's happening with these, these sound frequencies. So um, you'll hear people like Dr. Joe Dispenza talk about natural state of being. Um, and I think that that is what sound healing is, is it's a tuning. It's a, re- to, a recalibration or a tuning of the body to help it remember its natural state of being. And so whenever there's a disease or an illness present, it's something's out of alignment vibrationally, whether it's an organ or a system in the body or whether it's an emotional mindset that is really toxic to the body. You know, um, one of the things I learned for myself and I see it ripple out with all the clients that we work with is that, you know, in my opinion, stress is the number one start. That's the root cause of pretty much everything that the human body is dealing with, even if it's environmental even if it's nutritional, you know, but because the body is a miraculous tool, you know, it's an amazing thing. It's, uh, it's uh, capacity for healing and learning is amazing. But I think a lot of times we block it with our mind and our emotional state that creates a lot of limitations. And so when you have those limitations and those stories you're telling yourself, and then you tax the body with stress, you know, cause we're not meant operate with you know the levels of cortisol and adrenaline 24 7 and it starts taxing the body and the body looks for ways to replenish that source and it starts pulling from the immune system digestive digestive process it starts pulling from even mental you know processing capabilities and that is the start that's where we start going downhill and so what sound does is it's a recalibration it's something that helps to introduce vibrations of pure tones a lot of people call them like sacred frequencies that help the body to say man something's not feeling right like i'm i'm feeling this and the brain waves try to mimic the sounds that are in the headphones and the body responds in in a very similar way because we're made up of water and i'm sure everyone has seen like the videos of cymatics online you know youtube where you see these beautiful patterns geometric patterns that form in water and our body is responding the same way to these vibrations and so it's trying to re-remember its natural state of being so it's just like a tuning fork for the body mm-hmm. it's so true i mean if you if you go and listen to heavy metal and you you don't like heavy metal you have this whole visceral experience for it's like nails on a chalkboard for you and that's that's how you're you know if, if anyone listening loves heavy metal you know do do, do your thing of course but it's, you know, we're so affected by sound. I mean, hearing screeching cars going by, like you kind of cringe. It's like, it's a, it literally is affecting your entire nervous system. Yeah. Well, and one thing I want to add here, and, and this is just for our listeners' benefit, like Nick was saying earlier, so you're not just thinking, oh, I put on headphones and it's just supposed to do this. When you look at a lot of medicine that is being used worldwide right now, it's all using frequency at the foundation of how they're, tapping into our physiology to make changes there's so much things out there that everyone's using literally on a daily basis to try to help with their health it's all using frequency and one Mm -hmm. thing that everybody needs to understand is your cells communicate through frequency 
happens. There is an energetic piece to that. It's not just biochemical. That's another layer that's taking place in the body. But at the deepest root of what you are, and what we've talked about in past episodes, which is what we call the connective tissue matrix, this is a whole other communication networks that's processing these vibrations, these frequencies, these sounds. And like Ian's saying is it's helping us recalibrate back to more of a rhythm that we're in tune with to promote health in our, in our system. And another thing I want to add there is, you know, he's talking about how, you know, starting to eat the right foods and, and have better habits and how his habits started changing when she started calibrating. These are just energy returns. You know, we heard Tiago Prem talk mm-hmm. at the retreat, right, about like what kind of things are you doing daily that are positive energy returns for you versus ones that are negative. Mm-hmm. And we all get caught up in this in our daily lives and this busyness of of like sometimes they're on autopilot and they're not realizing that all the things that they're doing or the bulk of what they're doing is putting them in debt for these energy returns versus making these deposits that they need. Mm-hmm. And what an easy way, right, to, to have a good energy return of just hooking yourself up in the morning or in the evenings to some headphones and just spending even just 10 to 15 minutes listening to some tracks to recalibrate this system that just needs this, this recalibrating because of the hustle and bustle that we all deal with in daily life. Yeah. Um, I'll put one more thing on that, <laughs> which is, uh, a lot of, a lot of the, um, the groups that we hold these sessions, we call them sonic meditations where it's like a group immersion, sound immersion, um, with surround sound speakers, subwoofers, and we have lights and aromatherapy. So it's really, um, setting up a, an atmosphere for people to come in to kind of have release work and let go of stress and worry and just kind of get back return to themselves. And in those, those groups that we're holding, what's really interesting is, a lot of people will say, you know, beyond the woo-woo, you know, beyond the spiritual talk and all of the, you know, um, cosmic <laughs> elements of, and mathematical elements, like, why does this work? And, like, the, the thing that I always come back to is, like, when we're in the womb and being acclimated to this world, the first thing that we're getting, you know, dosed with is sound and vibration. And that's how we start learning in the womb right from the beginning is sound and vibration. And when we're born and, you know, we're in that care of our mother and father, the holding, the nurturing that goes on is a very vibrational thing. And so I tell people, fast forward now until you're in your 20s or 30s or 40s, and what is the thing that we're looking for is the same thing that came from being in that womb and the same thing that came from being in the care of our parents when we're young and we're crying and we want to be held a lot of times there's no words exchanged. It's just vibrations of energy, you know, saying, hey, I've got you, you're safe. And we can create that for ourselves. And I think a lot of times some people can do it through vocal toning and meditation without headphones. But there's a lot of people, myself included, who have a really hard time setting still and quieting the mind because, you know, I'm hustle bustle. My mind's very creative. I'm like, I got, I could do this. I could do this. And I'm all over the place. But when I put those headphones on, it comes back to, they're the great disruptor. Almost, you know, every single person that we've introduced our music to, um, they will say, you know, I've never meditated before. This is extremely hard. But as soon as I put those headphones on five to 10 minutes, I was asleep, you know, just knocked me out. And I think it's because, 
a lot of people have a hard time settling into themselves. And I think that that frequent, the frequencies, the way that we layer them, we take a base, a root frequency, and then we make a mid octave and a bass octave and we lay that together. And then we put the song structure, the melody and the chordings on top of that. So when people are listening with the headphones, they're getting that constant, those harmonic tones constant through the whole song. And then they're still getting in a subliminal way, you know, something that's subtle and a lot of people wouldn't notice it. But if you took it out, they would notice like this, you know, people will say to us, your music sounds different. And the reason that it sounds different is because of that harmonic layering. And I believe that harmonic healing is a very powerful tool for disrupting those normal processes that the brain get, you know, the mundane, um, repetitious, you know, um, habits that we start forming and it just disrupts that and it allows people to be like, whoa, this feels different. My brain feels different. Uh, you know, I feel different in my thoughts. And so it allows them to settle in. And I think for the first time for me, I was like, this is the first time I've experienced peace in this way was when I put on those headphones and experienced the frequency that way. That's awesome. That's such a great description. And that was one of the questions I want to ask you. You talk about these harmonic layers that you put in. Are those the pure tones? And for the listeners, pure tones are, uh, I'd like you to explain that a little bit more. Like, you okay. know, there's, there's 528, I think, which is for the heart. And there's different number of frequencies and how they correlate to the different organ systems. Could you, could you go into that a little bit? Yeah. So a pure tone, I always tell people, is kind of like a note mantra. So like, you know, when you get a mantra, you get a saying or you get a word that your fo vocal tone, that your um, a vowel sound that you're focusing on and you're repetitiously creating that. And what that repetition does is that if you're dedicated and kind of targeted with that, you're going to start disrupting patterns in your thoughts. You know, it's going to make you focus on this mantra, this word, this vowel sound for 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes. And what happens is the brain's normal functions of wandering start coming, getting focused and brought back in, you know, targeted. And so when people learn how to do that and then use that focus for their intention setting, it's a very powerful tool for meditation. So I always tell people pure tones is just a constant note. A lot of times you'll hear them on like YouTube, just a it's almost like the hearing test, like when we were younger and they'd be like, raise your hand if you can hear the tone, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, it's very similar to that. It's what a pure tone is. And so for a lot of people, it's a very boring thing to jump into right off the bat. But I always tell people it's like medicine. I feel like it's a very clinical approach. They're very powerful, but you have to stick with them. And if you stuck with a tone for 10, 15, 20 minutes a day, every single day for two weeks, you see these miraculous breakthroughs where people start saying, you know, when I first start listening, I'm really bored. And then I start kind of getting into it. And then it starts breaking apart. Like I hear all these multifacet tones. and I'm like, it's just one tone. And they're like, why does it sound different? And I said, because your brain is starting to process it in a different way. And so um, when they study people who are using um, binaural beats and pure tones with headphones, they start seeing brain activity change at about 10 to 15 minutes because it's the mind. The mind is, is resisting. Like, this is boring. I don't want to sit here and do this, you know? And then when they settle into it, the brain starts, act, you know, reacting accordingly. And I, I always tell people that I feel that um, with dyslexia, it's like cobwebs of um, frustration in the brain. And when I started listening to pure tones, I felt like it started wiping the cobwebs away and creating new neuropathways where I was expanding 
my observation and perception, my um, uh, just being able to retain information in a different way. And so it was just a very powerful tool. So to pure tones are almost in my mind, a clinical tool. Um, they're a little boring, but they're very powerful, you know, and I, it's something that I wouldn't, after a two week period, I would, I would really stick with more frequency minded music and come back to it as like a hit of aspirin, something, or, you know, something that someone is wanting to use in a small quantity, but they need, like, they're having a headache that's so severe, like, let's put on this pure tone and for five to 10 minutes and it's gone. And then, okay, we're done with that. But let's keep listening to these vibrationals frequencies through, you know, pop music or some meditation music throughout the day and still getting dosed with it, but it's not so up in your face and like powerful um, mm. disruptor in that way, you know? So that, that's what I would say a pure tone is. And then for, there's a lot of different um, perspectives on, how the frequencies line up with the body and like there's different you know researchers in every field that have uh, you know points of view of what that would be but one of my favorite is the solfagio uh, scale and it's probably what we work with about 75 percent of the time it's a big part of what we do because I, i've just had such powerful results with myself as well as the people you know clients that we work with but um, it comes from the Gregorian chants, and it's tuned, it's A equals 444. So standard tuned music is in 440, so it's just, you know, 4 hertz up. But the, you know, so it's 444 uh, hertz, and then that's where the Gregorian chants, you know, originated. And a lot of classical music, when the conductors want a brighter sounding string, like on the strings, like violin, cello, and all that, they'll tune up to like 444 just to have that brighter pitch, you know, with their music. and um, you know, everyone has seen the results, you know, from studying classical music, whether it's an A equals 432 or 444, and, you know, baby development, brain development, calmness, you know, just um, creative thinking skills, all these things that they've studied with classical music. And um, I believe it's the tunings. It's not just the busyness of the music. I've had a lot of clients who listen to classical music and they say, that's too busy for me, that gives me anxiety. I can't listen to that, you know, too many notes. So I think that when you take those tunings and then combine it with slower scale, like beats per minute, like maybe a 50 beats per minute or 40 or 30 beats per minute instead of like 120, you know, some classical music will be from like 80 to 120, 140 beats per minute, you know, depending on what, you, what you're getting into. So I think when you slow the beats down, the tempo um, beats per minute, and I think when you have a minimalist approach with the music, that's when you see the biggest results with the clients is the frequency combined with that minimalism and that kind of slower beats per minute. Because it, what it does is humans and songbirds are some of the few species that actually start mimicking with our heartbeat as well as our brain activity, the beats of the music, like the beats per minute of music. So if I was having uh, an anxiety attack and was in, you know, fear and worry, and I put on headphones with like a 30 beats per minute, what that's doing is it's calibrating the body. It's telling it, whoa, you're going too fast. Let's slow it down. You know, <laughs> and it's kind of like a traffic light. Like here's the yellow light. Now we're going to red. Let's just stop this whole process and slow down and um, recalibrate and kind of um, come, come at this from a different perspective. And I think that 
without music, that would have been impossible for me. It was something that I was very challenging. Like, it's easy for someone to be like, hey, man, just calm down, chill out. You're going to be fine. But the music does it in such a way that it almost facilitates that mood for you. You know, it's just something that, like a binaural beat, when you have 100 beats per minute, and I mean, 100 hertz in the left ear, 104 in the right ear, the brain, what happens is the hemispheres of the brain actually synchronize. And so in that synchronization, the, the middle brain, people refer to like, I, I hear this in the middle of my brain, like the, the, the tones, it's like it's coming from inside the middle of my brain. And the reason that is, is the brain doesn't like that disorder. So when it synchronizes and brings it together as one tone, it actually hears the difference between the two tones, which would be four hertz. And so the brain actually goes into a mimic pattern where it starts mimicking that four hertz pattern. And what that does is it facilitates for you the theta brainwave pattern. And so in that, it's a, like, um, hypnotherapists love that, you know, th um, theta pattern because it's a highly programmable state for the subconscious. So they'll use that, and, you know, they'll use that uh, binaural, you know, theta healing so that they can reprogram through intention and through focus keywords to help people kind of break habits and kind of, retrain and reprogram the brain so it's like both pure tones and binaural beats are amazing tools um very basic and and it's just like you guys said when you put on the headphones can it really be that easy um but it is it's something that actually helps you do it fits you know facilitate that state on its own without your help really so three things I want to reiterate, because that was awesome, but I really want to just pick some of the nuggets out of there for our <laughs> listeners to understand how to get the benefit of this, right? Yeah. So one thing that you did mention, and, and this is important, I think, for us to reiterate this, is this is kind of like going to the gym, right? Repetition is key. You can't just do this once or twice and then be like, oh, this doesn't work. It wouldn't work if you went to the gym and you're trying to rebuild your body or if you're trying to clean up your diet if you did it one or, once or twice. So this is no different. I mean, this is something that has to be habitual to get the benefit. The second thing that you, that you talked to here was you said ancestral type tones. And if you look back in history, and, and Nick knows a lot about this too, and Ian, I'm sure you're well-versed in this, is this is nothing new. You look back in ancient cultures and they knew the power of toning and mantra and certain frequencies. They knew how to tap into this technology of the body. And what you're speaking to, Ian, is there is a technology of this body and there's ways for us to tap into it. And this is, like you're saying, there's a lot of different ways to do it, but this is such an easy way to do it. And for those people that have trouble maybe with meditation or other forms of of this tapping into the uh, into this ability and this technology of our body, this is sometimes just the easier route for people, just like it was for you. This is something that was just the, the, it was the right tool for you to use. Yeah. Number three. We're waiting for number three. Oh, <laughs> and number three. Well, and number three, honestly, was it was a mixture of two and three, man. Number one, it's this is nothing new. That I mean, this is ancient type stuff. I mean, we're just in modern day and we're still utilizing the same technology. And, and the other piece of that was, I mean, how simple, man. Just make it a habit. I mean, why listen to just random music all day when you can just start implementing some of these tones into your daily routine in the car or when you get home in the background when you're, you're calming down for the day, right? And just make it a habit that way. Because, again, mm. what's the energy return? 
If I'm just going to listen to random music all day, I'm not going to get that energy return. But if I throw on Mm -hmm. some of these tracks and just start making that a habit, what's going to happen in 30 days for me? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thanks for bringing that together, David, because yeah, the, the takeaways from the, the immense amount of knowledge that, that Ian has is, is going to be what, what really helps people get this. And repetition is huge. You said that a couple other things that I wanted to hit home for people. And the first one was that theta state. And I can't help but think of Bruce Lipton talking about, you know, the biology of belief and how our perspective of, of our environments determine the, the neurophysiology, the biochemistry within, uh, but also determines how we're relating to the world. And, and up until the age of seven, he talks about this all the time, we're, we're in theta constantly. And this is how we are such efficient learners, bringing in language and bringing in, you know, our community and know who to trust and who not to. And so much learning is happening in the first seven years of our life. And if we have a tool to reprogram it, you know, maybe this is part of like the decision-making process. When, our, when we're resonating this theta state inside of our brain through binaural beats and halt and pure tones and sound frequency and everything it's possible that we're like that vibrational state that encourages theta is helping to to reprogram these new ways of being and which we all need to tap into it's like you know we got to erase these old programs we only have a certain amount of bandwidth that we can tap into on a daily basis and if we can you know sort of level the playing field open up ourselves to this uh this theta state we can start to plug in the right information and no doubt that that vibrational increase allows us to make those better decisions and, and supports that theta state. So the next thing I want to say in regards to that, and feel free to jump in and comment there if you like, Ian. Um, but the next piece is tell us about what binaural beats are doing. You did such a great job of explaining whole tones um, or pure tones, I should say. Please tell us what is that binaural rhythm, like what, what's actually happening there. And uh, yeah, dive into that, please. Okay, so... I touched on it just a little bit in the last segment, but basically um, it's the two different tones being delivered in the left and right ear and the uneven, you know, by making it just a little bit off. And also you, you pinpoint the brainwave state that you want to go for. And so we used four Hertz as that, you know, idea of like the theta state, you know, that we are going for, because I would say 85, 85, 90% of the time I'm making binaural beats for clients like custom made. That's what we start with because it's such a powerful one right off the bat. Because like you said, like what, what uh, Bruce Lipton was saying, you know, that it's such a highly programmable state. It's like um, in the state of theta, it's, it's the state that you hit right before REM sleep, right? So you're, Basically, it's a very relaxed state, but it's also a high-functioning brain level. Chemistry, you know, you're, you're basically um, Johnny number five from short circuit, need input. And it's like you're, you're totally aware of everything that's coming in, and you're processing it and storing it like a hard drive, and you're basically connecting all the dots and seeing the predictable futures from this information that's coming in. It's that advanced. It's so powerful. It's a very powerful tool. So people love it for reprogramming the brain. And so how that those two tones do that is basically the, the left and right hemispheres are like, they hear these two tones and the uneven, you know, like hundred Hertz and 104 Hertz. And it hears this disorder and it just doesn't like it. So what it does to do that is the, the hemispheres synchronize 
and bring together to where you hear one tone with a little bit of a wobble, like a And in that wobble, what it's doing is the brain start actually, actually starts mimicking the difference. So the brain actually hears in that middle, you know, synchronization, the four hertz, because it's 100 hertz in one ear, 104 in the other, and the difference would be the four hertz. So in that four hertz being kind of um, enhanced, where the brain is starting to focus only on that four hertz, then the brain mimics that and it steps down its operations into that four hertz level. And that four hertz level would be the theta pattern. So you're, you're basically inducing and helping to facilitate through those frequencies a step down pattern, you know, where the brain starts to relax and starts to kind of be more observant instead of running these patterns like I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to pay this bill, I got to, you know, I've got to, and it just starts stepping down and it starts observing more and it starts listening and it, I believe it starts operating on almost a multi-dimensional level, you know, where it's starting to process um, everything from body awareness to external awareness to um, on a multi-dimensional level, you know, like the place that we go when we're dreaming, <laughs> you know, the different dimensions that we travel into um, mm -hmm. during our modes of sleep. So I feel like it starts, it's a level of very diverse, intricate um, brain level function where it's bringing into your awareness all the things that need to be observed. And I think that if you have a guide, like a hypnotherapist, a doctor, a life coach, someone that's helping you to facilitate these action words, you know, um, I am, and speaking into what you want, like I am my perfect weight loss, I am my perfect sleep, I am my perfect state of being, you know, and you start learning um, how to focus, you know, with that brainwave state and hold an intention, and then like the mantras, incorporating that, I think that multi-dimensional, multi-faceted approach is where people see huge breakthroughs with pain management, with, you know, disorder, like my dyslexia it was something that was just like, it almost in a six month period, like completely reversed all the things I had went through for my whole lifetime, you know, with being um, my brain locking up, brain fog, uh, frustration, you know, trying to retain information, all of that stuff was like out the window, I would say 99%, you know, mm -hmm. so it was something that just really radically changed my life, you know, listening to those frequencies and binaural beats. Well, and one thing I want, I want to add there is, and you guys will probably agree with me here is, there's only certain ways to tap into this technology of our body. This is one that you're speaking to. And there are other ways like me and Nick, I mean, I experienced Kundalini yoga a couple of weeks ago and it's power to do this. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there's a bunch of other ones, but you know, one thing you said at the beginning of the podcast, Ian, you says, when I started first listening to these beats, I started to notice that I had more clarity to change my habits, to make better decisions. You were raising your vibration, your consciousness, and that created more awareness to where you could make those better decisions. And without a tool like this or using some of these other tools out there, I don't think this can be coached. Yes, somebody can coach you and tell you that you need to do these things, but you have to actionably implement these types of things into your lifestyle to get the benefit, right? Yeah. Yeah. So tell me, brother, I mean, we talked about the dyslexia, the pain management. What are the kind of things, real quick, do people benefit that you've worked with with some of your clients that you, you help with? Yeah, one of the guys that we worked with had pancreatic cancer, and he was having a surgery, um, and his wife contacted us and said, I've heard 
um, research that has shown that if you start working with intention and sound healing before surgery and after surgery, it can help with the healing time. And I said, you know, um, I have never experienced that. I've heard, you know, people bring that up. But I said, if you're willing to give it a try, let's, you know, see what happens. And so um, one of the things that she said was that her husband was not a very, um, like, touchy-feely kind of person. And she didn't know if he would really, you know, listen to the music. And I asked her, I said, what kind of music does he listen to? And so we found some music that we offer because we offer a lot of diverse range of like genres and styles of music with these frequencies embedded and so we found some music for him and they started with three tracks you know they he would listen to one in the morning one in the afternoon and one before bed and so they did it as an exercise together and she said about the third day that he was listening that he just had an outpouring of tears where he got really emotional and she was saying that she felt like it was really having a breakthrough with him and so he listened to it for two weeks before the surgery, and she contacted me probably a month after the surgery, and she said, I just want to let you know that this music changed our life. She said that um, my husband and I have changed our nutrition, our diet. You know, we, I, I, I turned them on to, like, uh, Bruce Lipton and Joe Dispenza. I told them you should get some of these books and read into, you know, the information that they're bringing forward. And then I talked to her about, you know, different uh, nutritional books and then gave her the music, you know. And at the end, when she was sending this email, she was like, this is just a testimonial that the doctor actually told us, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Because this is a 40% faster recovery time than we've ever seen with this surgery. And this is amazing. So keep doing whatever it is, you know, that you're doing. And so um, I've worked with everything from autism, dyslexia, um, severe anxiety and panic attacks. Um, we've worked with, you know, my mother had cancer um, this past year and I went home to take care of her. And part of what we did was we changed her nutrition to being vegan, you know, getting her different uh, protein sources and then just getting her off of processed food and getting her into everything was, that she was eating was from her own garden. But we started working with singing bowls and binaural beats and started teaching her about the power of thought. Like every thought that you hold in your day is a source of food. You know, it's something that's either, like you said, is it giving to your powerful, you know, healing or is it giving to pulling you down, you know, to the place where you're wanting to get out of and like that decision. And so, you know, we started talking to her about some of the sources of entertainment i mean you know sources of music sources of movies and the news and all these things that we were that she was doing and so we just had her switch some of her basic routines it wasn't a huge deal but it took eight months she had uh, breast cancer and um her lymph nodes and thyroid um cancer and they didn't you know it wasn't it was a very hard road but eight months later, she was cancer-free. They can't say she's cancer-free, but she's cancer-free. <laughs> you know what uh. I mean? And um, so I've seen huge changes. Like for myself, I was 312 pounds in uh, 2011. And so 2011, 2012, uh, 312 pounds at my heaviest. And now I'm down to about 215, 210, um, you know, just – I'd, I'd fluctuate a little bit there, but you know, it's, um, it was huge. And when people saw that change in my weight and change in my mental, uh, state, that's when they started trying it. So I, a lot of my friends who were suffering from addiction, people who were dealing with major depression, clinical depression, um, 
have, you know, gotten off of their medicine. I had a friend who was diabetic who's, you know, off of their medicine and they changed their diet. It completely changed their body. Um, it, you know, it's just amazing. It's uh, on all levels. I've seen it from mental to physical change people. Oh, I'll, I'll bring this up. Last one. One of my friends who was in a job for 15 years, he started it when he was just out of high school. Um, and felt extremely stuck and he came to three of our sonic meditations over about a two-month period um, And he literally was in tears the third one that he came to and he said I just feel this music so deeply that it makes me change my relation to life Like he's like I'm looking at life in a different way and he literally went into work quit his job with no idea of what he was going to do and then a week later found his dream job where he was just super excited um, about the company that he it was a startup company. It was just something that he had wanted to do and he was so afraid to take that chance I think the vibration just recalibrated him in a way that he felt more uh, Trusting, you know where he was like, I'm just gonna go for it. Life is short You know, I don't want to be miserable for the rest of my life So I think I've seen it on so many levels help a lot of different people um, out of different situations I think it's a very personal relationship to sound you know it's something that really people really truly experience in a different way well it's like you said man you're clearing the cobwebs right like i like that analogy another one that i heard a couple of weeks ago was you know it, it, we're like a tuning fork you're calibrating your tuning fork or you're you're tuning your guitar right yeah. so every day and that's that's what's helping giving these people the the ability for their healing and this awareness and that consciousness to just be in a better place with their lives Mm -hmm. um buddy keep 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 it up man you're an influencer you're changing people's lives and this is something that i think the the world needs to know more about and the more people you you educate and, and teach the more healing we're going to get across across the spectrum man so a couple mm -hmm. things man i want people to know where they can find you uh so kind of let them know that and then we talk a little bit about one of the things we give all of our listeners is home play at the end of each episode and this is uh i believe you had a track or you're going to send them somewhere to, to start listening to some stuff and then give them the homework of how often they need to listen to it and, and make some recommendations there yeah so um man the my favorite track and i feel like it's our most purchase track and our most licensed track, which is called um, the Belief Code 21. And it's actually um, Greg Braden, if you guys are familiar with him. Uh, you know, he's a Hay House um, mm -hmm. author. Um, but Greg Braden, in his book, Spontaneous Healing, he talked about Belief Code 21. And it was basically, I'm paraphrasing, but it was basically like the thing that has brought you harm can be reversed and be the thing that brings the healing, you know, to your body. And I just always thought that was a really um, powerful, uh, statement. And so I just, I kind of made that a mantra and just kind of stayed on that for a couple weeks. And when I started writing the song and, you know, it was time to name it, I was like belief code 21, you know, so I named it belief code 21 and, um, it's in 390.6 Hertz. And, um, in the Solfagio scale, 396 is actually the root chakra. So this would be below, just below, the root chakra on that system, but the um, I feel like it's a very grounding, peaceful frequency, almost like it would be the frequency of peace. You know what I mean? It's it's ev across the board when we've used it from old to young. Um, you know, different ethnicities, different uh, cultures. Everyone has been having the same experience with it, and it was a frequency that was downloaded to me in meditation. I was meditating. 
And it's like I just saw the number in my mind's eye, 390.6, like a stamp. Like it just kept being like stamped onto my, you know, uh, mind's eye. And so when, it, when I came out of meditation, I, I got my frequency generator and I put it on 390.6 and I just listened to the pure tone. And I was like, man, this is a phenomenal frequency. And I was like, I've got to start using this with songs. And so when I started experimenting with friends and family before we took it, to the public everyone that put it on was asleep like in seven minutes like it was just like boom and, the, and when I was actually listening back to it in the studio I laid on the floor just like feeling the vibration and I fell asleep for six hours when I listened to it the first time so it was like this wow. huge huge powerful uh you know response with that but that's what I would like to give to your listeners you know is that they can get that 390.6 and I can send that to you guys uh, yeah we'll, we'll put that in the show notes so we'll have a link there so you guys can hook up with that and start listening to that and then how often would you tell them to listen to this track yeah, so most of the time what we do is just to relax in the morning when they wake up is they'll listen for three to five minutes and just kind of get a little kind of, you know, touch up, you know, and then in the evening is when I would really say that this is a really powerful track and I would say, you know, about 10 minutes before they're going to bed, get their headphones out and, you know, plug up to their iPhone or iPod or whatever they're doing. Um, and just kind of set an intention, you know, in their mind saying, you know, I am my perfect sleep. I am my perfect relaxation. And just kind of saying that as they're putting on headphones and doing some simple breath work, just resting breath, you know, five or six, you know, deep inhales and five or six exhales about the same about five seconds. Um, and so basically setting an intention, doing some resting breath, breath work, and then listening to the track. And most people are asleep before it's over and it's a 12 minute song oh i can believe it man i've already listened to some of your stuff and it makes me knock out i get so <laughs> relaxed that i'm out man like i have to wake up in the middle of the night pull the headphones off and push my phone <laughs> off to the side because i'm out it's <laughs> awesome man so i'm excited for our listeners to start downloading that listening to that and then where does everybody find you man where can people hook up with you and see more of your stuff and yeah. So listening to smile.com is the website and there's lots of information on there. Um, they can listen to the music on there, but it also has information about the frequencies and sound and, you know, everything from music to the sacred frequencies. There's actually a page called sacred frequencies. So there's a lot of information on the site where they can learn more about me and the music as well. Very it's amazing. Good, huh? Ian, and you're, you're do you're partnering up with some big companies, um, as well um i say this just to add sort of credibility to the fact that there's some there's some industry movers that are starting to recognize just the power of the sound healing do you mind just saying saying a couple of quick words about that yeah no problem um we've got invited to do a ted talk uh tedx and then we also we're right now we're right outside of pittsburgh working um getting in the door moving forward with carnegie mellon university um, to set up research with the music. And then um, we're finishing our book right now. It's like basically a handbook for how to use this music and kind of how to set up protocols and to get the most out of it. Um, it's basically a handbook for listening to Smile and um, fingers crossed, but it looks like you know we're going to try to do that through Hay House. And um, it's pretty exciting. So there's a lot of really amazing things on the table right now. 
Oh, I totally believe so, it, man. And we need to have you back on when the book comes out and all that stuff. So we yeah. can help, help with mm-hmm. that as well. And uh, one, one other note there too, just because obviously we're doctors, this is stuff that I've, I've already sent to patients of mine and I got them to listen to a bunch of your tracks. Uh, I love the belief code. I think it's phenomenal. Um, but there's going to be other doctors that are going to want to know how they can implement in, this in their practice. Do they go to the same link or is there something different for practitioners? Yeah. So on our website, there's a, t- um, at the top, there's a services page and at that there's a sonic meditation affiliate. And so basically the affiliates are using this music in different ways. Some people are, you know, practitioners or clinical practices that are using it through the practice or their, um, office. And then there's people who are on individual level. Like we have neuroscientists, life coaches, yoga teachers, holistic center owners that are using it as well. But that, that's a, there's an uh, um, application form on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll just fill out that's very basic information. And then we set up a, a call to see if it's the right pairing, you know, to see if we're on the same page with how we're going to approach. And, um, and then basically every month they get a new album to work with and they have the ability to resell the music to clients. They have the ability to make individual products. Like a lot of people will um, use the tracks from that um, affiliate program to develop products of their own, like guided meditations, you know, um, hypnotherapists, you know, will use it for like binaural beats and things like that. So there's a lot of different ways that they can use it. And um, a lot of people like the program because they also can use it in commercials for their business. You know, they have the licensing to use it for even on that level as well. So it's pretty cool. Ian, I need you to build me a custom track, man. That sounds exciting. (laughs) I I was just imagining David's soothing voice as I go off to sleep in your (laughs) soothing sleep track. As you drift off into (laughs) sleep every night. You will sleep amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And hey, man, I wish I lived closer. I want to experience this sonic meditation thing you guys do. That sounds amazing. It sounds like a really neat uh, event to attend. Yeah, our, ne- our next one is actually August 15th in downtown Pittsburgh. We're at this place called Ohm Lounge. It's a oh. yoga studio, and it's a really cool place. But um, we're actually, um, hopefully, we'll be able to bring it to you soon. Like, we're shooting a four- to six-minute video that actually goes through the process of what a sonic meditation is to explain it to people. Um, and that way, hopefully, as soon as we get that made, we can shoot that over to you and your listeners, and they can check it out. Well, yeah, great. Please send that to us because then we'll put, we'll link it to the the podcast, of course. But then we can also share it on our social media so people can get a, get yeah. a taste of that. Okay. And then if, if we're ever in Pittsburgh, I know where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Ian. Well, guys, thank you so I'm, I'm much, so, yeah, so much for for coming on and sharing your wisdom with us. And uh, yeah, we definitely look forward to chatting with you again and, and diving more into sound healing. Yeah, guys. Thank you so much for having me. It was really awesome. Thank you, brother. Great to meet you. Great to talk to you, man. Yeah. I want to send you guys, I'm going to send you guys over personally some albums to check out. Um, Oh, Oh, I'd love it, man. Yeah. Okay. All the best, guys. Thanks, guys. Good. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please be sure to subscribe to the Dr. Dads and share with your family and friends. You can also follow and interact with Dr. Nick and Dr. David on Facebook and Instagram for a daily dose of inspiration and the latest in health and wellness. Be well.